You know, Africa gets left out of the news far too often. We're changing that today. Oh yeah, Lo-Fi Polysci Podcast coming at you with that Africa edition of Lo-Fi Global News. That's right, talking about our famous question, what's going on in the world today? Straight to it, the news, fresh off that press. Starting off with an update to our continuing coverage of the corruption trial of ex-South African President Jacob Zuma. Or should we say, the continuing coverage of the lack of a trial, as it just keeps getting pushed further and further back due to medical issues with the former president that no one seems to be talking about what's really going on. We don't know. Intriguing, don't you think? But now, official word is in, and September 21st and 22nd, the trials begin. At least, for now. We'll see if that really happens, or if they get pushed back again. Which we won't be surprised if that happens. Now, staying inside the country of South Africa, but also bordering Mozambique, we turn to events in the country of Eswatini. You see, the people of Eswatini have been protesting for quite some time for freedom and democracy, and they're getting ready to do even more. But why, you may ask, are they protesting? Well, just look to Freedom House to find your answer. See, Eswatini has a not-free rating and a freedom score of just 19 out of 100 in civil liberties and civil rights. And remember, that scale goes from 0 to 100, and they have a 19 They are one of the least free countries on the continent of Africa and in the world. And the country is the only absolute monarchy on the continent of Africa as well. And if you didn't think absolute monarchies existed in the world in 2021, well, maybe next week's list for the top 10 will cover dictator kings of the world today. For Eswatini's king would most certainly make that list. You see, Eswatini has been independent, sure, meaning was decolonized over 53 years ago. But truthfully, the people have never been free and will continue to keep you updated on the protest moving forward. And now it's time to switch gears just a bit to Thursday's Lo-Fi Trivia. And keeping with today's theme, it's the Africa edition of Lo-Fi Trivia. Oh, yeah. We'll ask you five questions about Africa, and you'll get five to ten seconds to guess. And remember... Keep track of that score for all that lo-fi loot to redeem at the end of Season 4. Yes, indeed. And remember, lo-fi loot is cumulative, meaning from all the games for all days, you put it all together. That's right. Question number one. What was the first country to gain independence slash be decolonized in Africa in the 1900s? And you can double your lo-fi loot if you can also tell us what year it was. And I'll give you a few extra seconds on this one. There's so many countries in Africa to go through. But which one was first? Tick-tock, tick-tock, here we go. And five, four, three, two, one. And our answer is Ghana. And for your daily double, 1957 was the year. Now, if you thought and put down South Africa in 1931, we'd most certainly argue, oh, uh, uh, uh-uh-uh-uh. The Afrikaners, the descendants and colonizers themselves, controlled South Africa as an oligarchy and did not give up power to create an independent and democratic South Africa till the 1990s with the election of the first free South African president, Nelson Mandela. But go ahead and write in if you'd like to argue the point. Question number two. What was the only country never colonized in Africa? 
five seconds on this one. And I'm curious if you really know which one this was. And five, four, three, two, one. And our answer? Ethiopia. That's right. Now, an argument could be made that during World War II, Italy actually took over Ethiopia for multiple years. Hence, they colonized the country. However, that is by no means the same as colonization that took place in Ghana, for instance. So in that view, Ethiopia was never traditionally colonized. But of course, write in if you want to argue that point too. Now, question number three, about how many languages are spoken on the continent of Africa? And for extra lo-fi loot, how many in the entire world? And for extra extra lo-fi loot, what percentage of all languages on earth are spoken in Africa? Now, I know that's a lot, so I'll give you a little bit more than 10 seconds. Take 30 seconds and listen to one of our lo-fi study beats, a lo-fi poli-sci original. Here you go. Let's see what we have. How many languages spoken on the continent of Africa? Estimated. Important word there. But it's estimated about 2,000 languages, give or take a few hundred. And globally, give or take a few hundred, it's estimated about 6,500 languages are spoken on Earth. Meaning, about one-third of all languages on Earth are spoken in Africa. Now you know. Now to question number four. How many countries are there in Africa? Mm -hmm. Now this one, a bit of a tricky one, but you only get five seconds from here. And five, four, three, two, one. And according to the United Nations, there are 54 countries in Africa, 48 connected, six island countries. However, if you count Western Sahara, and Somaliland, which Taiwan recognizes Somaliland as an independent country and not part of Somalia, then you have 56 countries in Africa. That's why if you ask me, I always say 54 to 56, because it's always about perspective. And question number five, our final one. Is Africa the largest continent on Earth, yes or no? And here we're talking about actual size, but for bonus lo-fi loot, a second question. Is Africa the largest country by population? Yes or no? Five, four, three, two, and one. Survey says, no, Africa is not the largest continent by geographic size. That would be Asia. And Asia is also the largest continent by size via population as well. Now you know. Now write in and let us know how much of that lo-fi loot you want today. We're always curious how well you do playing these lo-fi games of ours. Now, back to it. Let's head to the East African country of Kenya for our next piece of news. And sadly, it's a piece of not-too-good news. But perhaps, steps in the right direction are being made. So if you didn't know, drought is a real thing affecting a lot of countries right now in the world. And Kenya is one of them. A drought is a period, a long period, of time with no rainfall, meaning no water for agriculture, 
less drinking water, less cleaning water, less cooking water. Water, lo-fi listeners, is an essential to all life. And we humans are not exempt from that just because we have Wi-Fi. You hear me? And Kenya being hit hard like right now with that drought in several areas. Well, the president of the country has officially called the drought a national disaster. Meaning, hopefully, more resources will be distributed and allocated to areas in need. Real quick, like. You know, a good thing indeed. And we'll keep you posted on how this effort is going moving forward. Because honestly, the need for water? Well, that should hit pretty close to home for all of us right now. You know, this story goes to show that that struggle is real and happening all over the world, even in 2021. Now from Kenya, let's move over the continent a bit west for an update on the military coup in Guinea and what's happening there. So the coup leaders have acknowledged that it was a coup. Of course it was. And they are in power now, period. And in response, the economic community of West African states, also known as ECOWAS, has officially suspended Guinea's membership to the community. People, this is pretty damn big. ECOWAS, as a regional economic and political community in Africa, is pretty strong. They even have their own peacekeeping troops in the region. And the organization is composed of 15 countries. Over 25% of all African countries are in ECOWAS. Now, who's in it? Sure, I'll give you a list on a Thursday. Membership includes Benin, Burkina Faso, Capo Verde, Gambia, Ghana, Guinea, Guinea-Bissau, Ivory Coast, Liberia, Mali, Niger, Nigeria, Senegal, Sierra Leone, Togo. Now you know. But the real question is, will this pressure, this suspension from ECOWAS, force the coup leaders to return control of the government back to the people, to go back, to move toward democracy? An important question to be sure. And we'll let you know how things develop moving forward. And a last piece of news to send you on your way for the day. From the Associated Press, Science Section, the headline, Researchers Complete First Ever Detailed Map of Global Coral. You know, this is amazing for so many different reasons. Firstly, because you would have thought that by 2021, this would have already been done. But then you realize over 70% of the Earth is water. And really, we still do not know everything about our own oceans. I mean, we are still discovering so, so much down there. Even in 2021, we have difficulty, and it's extremely expensive, to navigate and explore the deepest portions of the oceans. And a last two questions for you lo-fi listeners out there. What's the deepest depths of the ocean on Earth? And what's it called? And five, four, three, two, and one. Our answer, the Mariana Trench. And so far, it goes to a depth of 36,161 feet, almost seven miles deep, or as the rest of the world would call it, 11 kilometers deep. Now you know. And that's a brief snapshot of what's going on in the world today, the Africa edition. Write in and tell us how much of that lo-fi loot you got today. Write in just to say what's up and to let us know you're good. Just write in. And always remember that lo-fi poli is more than just me. It's the we that we be.
Peace and well-being to all my human beings out there. Much love and always the best. Pickering, signing off. Never out.